it kind of got me in the feels a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Kind of kind of awoke my dead heart. And sweetness comes up to him and fists him real quick. And then... Uh, Hold up. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son movie podcast you've been craving all your life. I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who are cray cray about movies. You fucking kidding me? Cray cray? Yeah. You know, I'm <laughs> just keeping it 100, you know, so our younger listeners can identify with me. Okay. I didn't know my eyes could go that wide until now. <laughs> that, that's, I don't like you. <laughs> well, thanks for the 411 on that. I appreciate that. I'm going to dial 911 on you here in a minute <laughs> for like mental, emotional abuse. Right. It's not the first time. Won't be the last. <laughs> so anyway, this is episode number three. How are you feeling about that, Jack? I'm feeling pretty good. I get to choose my movie today, and I'm I'm pretty excited. I've seen it once. I, I, I remember enjoying it a lot. I think I remember that our AC was broken on that day as well uh, as and, today. And our <laughs> AC is broken right now. It is literally... 83. 83 degrees in here and rising. So I'm wearing my thong right now just to keep cool. He is actually wearing underwear, and it's... It, Probably before this episode's over, we're going to be shirtless. And just for the listener, go ahead and picture the guys on the movie Three Hundred. Um, when, you, yeah. when you're picturing, not not that's not what we look like. We just we need you to picture that, so you're not actually picturing what we look like. But yeah, just picture those washboard abs because uh, what you would really see would not be well. I mean, it's pretty close. Well, after this episode, our listeners will be one seventh of the way through the twenty-one episode challenge. If Congratulations yeah. for making it this far. If you've been naughty and skipped ahead, our 21-episode challenge is simply to listen to 21 episodes before you decide if you like us or not. Because since we're new to the game and just like a three-year-old, you know, we might still crap our pants every now and then. But but by 21, we should have our shit completely together, just like real-life 21-year-olds do. Oh, yeah. And uh, whenever you signed the terms and conditions for your account on whatever you're listening on, you actually didn't read the fine print, or you, you might have. It, it was for this podcast that you have to listen to the first 21 episodes, you are contractually bound to do so. Sorry, man, but uh, we can take legal action if you don't get through the 21-episode challenge, and we can tell. Yeah, it's obvious. We can tell. Uh, before we get rolling, I'd like to step out into the movie mug and lobby for a moment for a new segment I'd like to call Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. Uh, so this is going to be a time where we can address listener questions and feedback, uh, give some shout-outs, stuff like that. So... Go ahead and follow me on out to the lobby for our first lobby time with Vince and Jack. Now that we're in the lobby, I do have a couple things from a previous podcast that I'd like to go over. In our first podcast, we called the director of The Babysitter. We? Yeah, both of us did. His name I just is, copied what you it, said. It's the letters MCG. And uh, come to find out, it's pronounced Mick G. We, we said MCG, it's Mick G. But you know what, Mick G, when your name is three letters and none of them are vowels, you, you get called what you get called. <laughs> yeah, that's. I agree with that. Uh, next, uh, I did catch a little bit of heat from a listener about Jaws. 
Uh, we both ended up saying that it didn't quite stand the test of time, and I knew that would be sacrilege, as there's many, many see Jaws as one of the greatest films ever. All I got to say is I used to think the Sony Walkman was the greatest thing ever, too. And, and it's, it's okay to disagree, or even the iPad, even the iPod Shuffle, that was like the coolest that thing ever. Was, I liked that a lot. Cause I, I mean, could, now I have an iPhone, and you're just like, wow. Right. Huge so, difference. I'm sorry. Jaws is kind of the iPod Shuffle. Uh, it's, it's just, I'm sorry. It's not as great as it was in 1975, and I'm sticking with that. And, and look, guys, it's okay to disagree with this. It's, it's just our opinion. Uh, and you know what they say about opinions. Uh, they're just like movie podcasts. Everybody's got one. Lastly, I'd like to give a special shout out to our new friends, Chris and Erica, over at the Film Stripping Podcast. They were nice enough to give us a listen and then actually messaged us with some good positive feedback. Did, I ran, I read that feedback to you the other day. Yeah, I was able to read through it, and I really appreciate the kind words. Yeah, it was really, really, really cool of them to do. And, and since we're new to the podcast neighborhood, it, it kind of felt like a neighbor coming by when you first move in. and Giving you a casserole or yeah, something. Yeah, they give you that uh, neighborhood, <laughs> welcome to the neighborhood casserole or fruit basket. And just so, so nice of them. I, we really appreciate it. And Yeah. Now that we're friends, I'd like to invite both of you to our essential oils party we're having next Tuesday. No, no, no obligation to buy, just more of an information session with some finger foods and free samples if you bring a friend. So uh, I'll DM your invite, Chris and Erica. Well, I have plenty of tuna sandwiches. If you haven't already, make sure you stop by and give the Film Stripping Podcast a listen. I checked out their Princess Bride episode a couple days ago and thoroughly enjoyed it. Jack, uh, got any things to add? Any shout-outs to give? Anything? Uh... No. Okay, let's uh, let's uh, get out of the lobby and go on into the viewing room. And Jack, I think it's about time for you to unveil your movie. Okay, the movie I picked for today came out in 2005. Okay. It has a rating of PG-13. Even though it did come out in 2005, I know that it is about a time that you will find very nostalgic. Okay. Um, it runs at 118 minutes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a rating of 65% and an audience score of 70%. And then IMDb gave it a 6.1 out of 10. And the Mormon mothers, thank God they warned us about this, uh, there are scenes where women wear low-cut tops that reveal cleavage, bare abdomens, bare back, and bare shoulders. So a lot of bareness. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And hmm. and this also includes tighter clothing and short shorts to show off the woman's physique and curvature. It's just horrible and vile right? content. Wow, Mormon Mormon mothers are pretty strict. We saw a little bit of ankle. Her denim skirt wasn't quite long enough. <laughs> Do not watch. <laughs> uh, there are also two obscene gestures in the movie. Oh, six scatological terms, and even more obscenities from there. Um, this movie includes two names that I would say most people know. I don't know if he is anymore. He was the host on America's Got Talent, Nick Cannon, and <laughs> Bow Wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Nick Cannon and Bow Wow. Formerly Lil Bow Wow. Yeah. He, I don't know. He used to know. be a rapper called Lil Bow Wow. I thought Bow Wow was just his rap name. So Nick Cannon and Lil Bow Wow. Okay, lay it on me. What are we about to watch? This movie is called Roll Bounce. Roll Bounce. I've never heard of this. Awesome. Okay. (laughs) That's cool. It's a good movie. All right. So you know what to do. It's time to pause the podcast and pop in. Well, nobody pops in anymore. (laughs) Stream Roll Bounce. 
Yeah. R O L L space bounce. With Nick Cannon and Lil Bow Wow. So join us as we take this movie mug and pause. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. We just uh, we just watched the the movie Roll Bounce, Roll starring Lil Bow Wow and Nick Cannon. Yep. Not sure why Nick Cannon got a. But he uh, was. If you look at the title card of the movie, like if you're renting it somewhere, it says Bow Wow and Nick Cannon. Those are the two actor names on it. And Nick Cannon probably got seven minutes or less of actual screen time uh, where anything mattered that he was saying. Yeah, he, he wasn't in it just a whole lot, but he was his character was pretty funny. He was pretty funny, yeah. All right, so my initial reaction to this movie. So I had all sorts of feelings when I was watching this. So the old me would have been like, oh, this is a piece of shit. I'm going to turn this off right now. <laughs> you know, because the acting wasn't great. It's a movie that's been done one million times. The underdogs. The coming of age underdog yeah. classic story. Oh, they get the girls at the end. They win the competition at the end, yeah. even though it's looking pretty grim throughout the whole thing. Right, right. And so that's been done a million times. But on the on the same hand, it's been done a million times because people like it and people mm-hmm. keep going and seeing movies like that. So part of me was initially like, oh my gosh, I'm doing a film review if I come out and I say that this was a good movie, then people might immediately be like, well, I can't take this guy seriously anymore. And yeah. I'm not listening to that shit anymore. But, but on the other hand, you know, sometimes you can just look at a movie and say, okay, look, I know this is not an Academy Award winning movie. I know this isn't going to be nominated for anything. Uh, nobody in here is going to get a nod for any kind of Oscar talk. And you just got to look at a movie sometimes and say, you know what, for what that is, I enjoyed it, right? It was, it was very entertaining to me. Yeah, so that's what I did with this movie. I, I looked at it, and at first I was like, oh, man, I don't, I don't want to just come out and talk bad about a movie that he picked, although I'm, I'm sure that, that will happen eventually. So <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that, that I was entertained. Not everything happened the way I thought it was going to happen. Um, there was some pretty not good acting in it. Most of it, I would say, is predictable. Because me and you were on the were on the futon, and we're just looking back and forth like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah. There was a lot of... The the action parts were good. I like that whenever they're doing the main part of the movie, which you mm-hmm. said we get to later. But then there was a, the downtime where it's talking about the story and how the main character is going through these troubles. And then he just, him and his dad don't get along and they make up and all this yeah. stuff before the final resolution and the best part of the movie, in my opinion. There's, there's pretty much always side stories in these movies too, though. Yeah. But anyway, it's 85 degrees here in the, the podcast studio, so we're going <laughs> we're gonna to try to move on through this. It is just getting warmer and warmer, and it's it's not just because I'm in here. And the the fan is on high, the ceiling fan, so True. if you get any sort of yeah, so noise. If you can, yeah, if you hear like a helicopter taking off in here, that's we do have the fan on high, so I don't know what that's going to sound like. But There's no other way to... It's necessary. Yeah, yeah. So why'd you pick this movie? I I watched it once, and I remember I really enjoyed it. I don't remember looking at it how me and you kind of looked at it today, as in more reviewing it. I was just kind of watching it to watch a movie, because it's different. It's different whenever you're kind of tasked to scrutinize, criticize, whatever, to see what's wrong with it, what you like about it. I remember really enjoying it. I really liked roller the roller skating stuff, because I cannot roller skate. I can't do anything on wheels for shit. I have no balance. And so watching that, I get a little bit like vicariously living, being like, yeah, I can do that move. I just saw him do that. Right. When I definitely can't. You know, you brought up a good point talking about how 
now you're watching a movie and you're feeling like when you're watching it, I'm going to scrutinize it or I'm going to talk about that. It, it is a, it is a conundrum when you're watching a movie for fun or mm-hmm. just to chill and lay on the couch and watch it or that, you know, you're about to be talking about it. It's yeah. You can't watch it the same way because you're looking for things specifically like, Oh, write about, write a little note. Oh, I didn't really like this part. Yeah. So you can talk about it rather than oh, that wasn't the coolest, but let's see. It's, a different experience. Yeah, and so we're, we're just now starting to wade in those waters. So it's that's an interesting dynamic to it, though. Uh, okay, I'm going to give it the 50-cent tour. Um, what this movie was about, it was about roller skating. And it was about... Rolling and bouncing. Rolling and bouncing. So <laughs> um, it starts out, these kids are skating, and it's the ni- I think it's 1978. And the roller skate place that they're skating in is going out of business. It's got bought up by somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so they have to go to this other place on the rich side of town and skate there. And there they run into some uh, people who kind of look down on them because they're from the South side. And those skaters that do that happen to be like really fucking good. And like five years in a row champions. And there is a really funny character we'll talk about. Yeah. They have skate teams. And so you, you got Bow Wow, who's the main character and you got his four friends and they kind of form a skate team to go up against this North side skate team. And wow, look, here's a, they're going to have a big, um, contest with $500 yeah. and a big ass trophy. And I wonder who's going to win. Right. So yeah. that's kind of the movie. Like I said, it doesn't quite go exactly how I thought it was going to go, which is crazy because I am the great predictor when it comes to <laughs> movies. I can kind of pick Crystal stuff ball. out all the time. Yeah. And I can be like, Oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And most of the time I'm right just because I've seen a lot of movies and just because Hollywood um, likes to keep the narrative going that sells tickets. Yeah. So, But who doesn't love an under, underdog story? So anyway, general thoughts on this movie. There, there were so many really cool things. I really like the opening scene where it pans down from the rafters, past a disco ball, and then I see a roller skate rink, and I'm like, hells yeah, man. Because, because you, you said roll bounce. Well, you didn't even know what to expect no until idea. it started. Yeah, you asked me before we started it, and I was like, roll. So they're rolling a joint, and then they bounce. They roll a <laughs> joint, the they smoke it, and up. then they, they bounce. They leave in a hurry. Or sometimes rolling people is like robbing people. So maybe they rob people, and then they get out. I, I had no earthly idea. So, yeah, seeing that it was about roller skating, we're going to get, you know, roller skating was my jam in elementary school, yeah, man. Yeah, roller, I wish I could roller skate. So, back in the I 70s, that was the shit, man. Roller skating and bowling was what we did. Bowling's fun, too. Yeah, and we, gosh, man, I remember going to Skateland or I can't remember what the other place was called, but they were always dumps. <laughs> they weren't anything <laughs> like this north side skating rig in this. They were always kind of like... I'm sure there was like a leak somewhere and it just looked like it could go out of business at any moment. The ones in the movie were very... Like, they were huge. It was like looking at the front entrance to a mall or to, like, a baseball park or something. They were real big. Yeah. And I, I asked him, were there, were there ever big skating rinks like that that you saw? And he, he hadn't. Not that I know of, the, man. The ones that I'd seen are just normal buildings. Yeah, they're kind of dumps. Usually yeah. They're, they're kind of dumps. Trashy-ish. Roller skating. So, this movie's 1978. 1980 was probably the highlight of my skating career. <laughs> I say skating career. <laughs> career. Career. I, I made no money skating, and I wasn't even that good. I couldn't even, I couldn't even skate backwards, but I was fast. I was mm. really, really fast. I could make those turns in a hurry. So they had racing. They had another one where you would push somebody, and they would be like on one skate and have their other skate out in front of them. Then they had the couple skate. Oh. And if you were lucky enough oh. to have a girl during the couple skate, good for you. So I'm going to tell you three things that I remember about 1980 very, very clearly. It's the first time that I ever heard Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. 
<laughs> that song was awesome. I bought Back in Black by ACDC on cassette, and I listened to that, and, I, and it changed my musical life. I was like, <laughs> holy shit, these guys are awesome. The other thing I remember was I got to do a couple skate with Terry Dowell. <laughs> she was the hottest girl in sixth grade, and I asked her to couple skate with me, and she said yes. And I remember skating. I probably had a sweaty hand or whatever, but I remember skating and then going by and looking at all my friends who didn't have a girl to skate with. They were hanging out at the snack bar, drinking their Cokes. They every, look over. Every time I would skate by, man, they would just give me the biggest smile, and I'd just give them the biggest smile. And yeah, that was a, a shining moment in my life. And probably the best moment of your life. <laughs> <laughs> it was back then, man. So skating was a big, big thing. And we went all the time. We'd do the hokey pokey. Skate. It was just a really cool environment, a really cool thing to do. And it was cheap. It was fun. So I, when I saw that it was about roller skating, I thought, kick ass. That's awesome. I liked how they, they brought a lot of stuff out about the 70s. They, they made a mention to the Kool-Aid man who used to bust in the door and go, oh, yeah. And yeah, I, I even knew about that. Another thing that, that I found humorous about it was the kids had to be home by the time the streetlight came on. Yeah. That was that was my cool. life. When the streetlight came on, you had to go home. There was no texting or calling, hey, come home now. No. There was just, oh, fuck, it's getting dark. We got to roller skate back home real quick. Yeah. So the main character, Lil Bow Wow, he just lost his mother, and he has a, a rough relationship with his dad who's doing the best he can. And I really like the dad. I can't remember what his name is right now, but he was in, I just saw him the other day in Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, he he was good in that. I liked him. He was probably the best actor in the whole show. He was good. He was really good. Uh, so Bow Wow, he you know he's got the the skates that are trashy because his mom gave them to him and his mom had passed away. And and when when they go to the north side, these north side guys are such pricks, pretentious, pretentious douchebags. Douche, douchebags. Um, especially the four of them. And but they're all the they're all like the front men for this one guy named Sweetness. And mm-hmm. Sweetness is like the premier skater in, he, in the land. He was the best. And he he would always, no matter what shirt he was wearing, it would plunge down to like almost his belly button. Like he'd have it unop- uh, unbuttoned a bunch. And he was fucking ripped. Yeah, he was ripped. And he, he had his, his four, team of four skaters who he ran with. And then he had like three girls or something like that who had those fans. Like, the, the unfolding fans <laughs> and they'd fan him. And... He would snap and be like, uh, rag. And then they would wipe his sweat away and be like, oh, sweetness. It's funny that you say that. Because he had his own theme song, too. It's so yeah. fucking hot in here right now. I think I need three <laughs> girls to come up here. And, rag. And, yeah. Rag. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Our support team couldn't make it today to help us with that. Right. So anyway, you know that our main character, Bow Wow, he's going to have to go up against sweetness. against sweetness one day. The one and only. And that's what ends up happening. They, it, it's it's a group skate, so you have all the groups against each other, and it had a wonderful montage. Uh, it did. It I did. really enjoyed it. It was split screen, so they'd yeah. show all the different skaters, and sometimes it'd be two, and sometimes it'd be three, and sometimes the screen would be split, split into four, and, and I really love stuff like that. I, I'm a big fan of the montage, and they even had a montage when uh, Bow Wow was trying to come up with, with the trick that he was going to land and, and win yeah. the whole thing, and I was just ready for a push it to the limit. <laughs> Got to learn to skate real good. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that song, I mean, that's the perfect montage song. I think we can all agree. Roll along the racers. <laughs> yes. So he, you know, he had the little montage where he was trying to learn to, to do this, this like triple lux or whatever. I don't know what it's called. And, and you really just knew, okay, he's just going to land it at the end and he's going to beat. And so it kind of goes down like you think it's going to go down. All these teams skate against each other. And, and I thought that they were just going to give it to 
to Sweetness's team because it was his home turf. Yeah. But it yeah. ended up being a draw. Between the main characters and Sweetness's yeah. team. And Sweetness is like, nah, man, I'm not about that. It's, it's, I, I'm not, I don't draw, I win, is what he said. Yeah, so he challenges Bow Wow to a skate-off. A one-on-one skate-off. Which was pretty awesome. It, it was good, it was really good. And there, it just shows them in the middle kind of doing their thing, getting a little trash talk stuff in there. And then Sweetness, he snaps or whatever, and his song comes on, and he obliterates it. He, he does great. And then everyone's like, oh, man, all the people rooting for Bow Wow are like, dude, how's he going to follow up th- uh, Follow up after that? I mean, it's over. He can't. Mm-hmm. G- game over. And then you know what? Bow Wow, yeah, Bow Wow, he, he snaps and his song comes on. What? How they knew that they were going to draw like that, I don't know, but maybe it was a just in case. And then he's killing it. Everyone's cheering. And then he tries to do that triple deluxe move or whatever. And it's more of like a... Like Olympic ice skating type move where you jump and have one leg up and do the crazy land backwards. And I do that into bed every night, just FYI. <laughs> okay. And this um this 1v1, the rule was last man standing. So whoever fell down first was gonna be the the loser. Mm-hmm. And so he is doing this move and you're like, Oh, he's gonna do it. And then he falls. Yeah. But then I, I I forgot about that, and he was not expecting that. No, I, I thought he's going to land it, and then confetti's going to come down, and he's going to say, I'm going to Disney World, and you know, <laughs> it's over. Yeah, and so he fell, and then uh, he was knocked out somehow by landing on his like butt. And then uh, his family, or really his dad, his sister, his friends and stuff were trying to wake him up. And whenever he stands up, everyone's still there, and Sweetness comes up to him and fists him real quick. And then uh, hold up, <laughs> hold up. Um, it wasn't that kind of movie. He, he like he <laughs> he puts his fist out like, yeah, man, you you rocked. Yeah, and that was surprising. It was a like a because sweetness was so arrogant the whole time, and you weren't expecting him to acknowledge mm-hmm. this dirty South Side dude. And so uh, he stands up. That happens, and then he kind of uh, sweetness skates away, and then everyone starts cheering for Bow Wow and how he did really good and it was brave of him to do that move or whatever and then the movie just kind of ends there so we don't know who really got the prize money well sweetness did well he won but then there was i mean maybe i don't know it it felt weird it didn't feel like the like maybe they could have added five more minutes and added something in there i'm not sure what but it felt slightly abrupt to me i like the way it ended because then they went right to all the actors skating yeah, While the yeah. credits rolled, they had another great song, and, and they had all the actors kind of skating, acting full. And speaking of great songs... Very disco. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. They had Hollywood Swingin'. What was the... Aw, Freak Out! Yeah, I don't know how to say the title Le of that Le Chic. That The Freak or something? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that was a good song, too. Then I'm your boogeyman. That, that was wasn't... A uh, Superman Lover was on there. Uh, the Superman Lover was actually the Sweetness, uh, Sweetness's um, theme song. Every time he entered, that song would play. So was there anything that you didn't like about this movie? There were a couple parts that I found slow going. I found a lot of the um, the slow stuff, talking about his family and all that and his troubles in life, very, well, not very repetitive. They were repetitive and monotonous, I'd say. It was, I was feeling myself slip away from the movie wanting to see them do some badass skating tricks. Uh, I mean, I think everyone would rather see them do the skating stuff, but I was finding myself to not be enjoying those parts. 
Yeah, when the movie started, like I said, I, I really liked the opening scene, disco ball, pan down, roller skating. I was like, okay, I'm in. It's roller skating. And then the guys start kind of acting a little bit, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> these guys are not very good actors. Yeah. And they're trying, oh. And just even even the looks on their faces were not good. And so I was I started kind of checking out. And then I thought, you know what? I just need to get back into this and look at it for what it is. And that's kind of what I did, and, and and so I stuck with it. And there was even some parts, you know, where the father and son kind of talk. It kind of got me in the feels a little bit. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Kind of, kind of awoke my dead heart somewhat. <laughs> okay. So, how many times have you been roller skating? Well, whenever I was, I think the first time I went roller skating, or maybe the second or something, I was in first grade and I had a joint birthday party with my sister. And they're of born course, one day apart. Well, one day in three years or yes. whatever. And so she was his fucking bullshit. She got to choose. And she, of course, chose something that I could not do. And so I remember having skates on just sitting and while my friends were out on the skating ring doing like the chicken dance or whatever. And I was pissed. Shit was horrible. And then the past times I've been, it was holding onto the rail and then if I'm not holding onto the rail, I'm just kind of trying to walk a little bit. It's I'm so unnatural at it. So wonky with things that require balance. They they do have those walkers with wheels on. I'm not I know. <laughs> I'm not 4 and I'm not like 84. I don't think people that are 84 should be out there anyway. They're going to break all their hips. Yeah. So I I loved skating growing up and it was this movie was was fun to watch the skating in that cuz those those guys were good and I wished I would been cool. Good. You know what the coolest motherfucker in the world when I was like 6th grade was <laughs> the guy who ran the DJ booth at a skate place because he would play a song and then he would come out or and and he would just skate around and he was like he could skate really really good and he get to pick the songs. I mean that was the guy awesome. that you aspired to be. You wanted to be that job cuz you could yes, choose you it and then play whatever and, and then he also had a whistle around his neck cuz if you were doing something dangerous he'd blow his whistle at you. Okay. Uh, like he got maybe, some authority. Yeah, so he had authority. He he normally had, <laughs> he had like, all the power. <laughs> normally had like long hair and maybe like a roach clip feather in it or something. <laughs> but yeah, the the song would be almost over and and the the DJ booth or whatever was was basically on the floor um he would just had some stairs leading to it and he'd go and he'd, he'd change the record you could go there all the girls would hang out over there and want to talk to him mm. i mean that guy was the shit well let's get into our awards well not our awards our award which is the bucket of chicken yep the bucket of chicken is something that we give to whatever we want or whoever we want we can give it to the director we can give it to the cinematographer we can give it to an actor or we can just give it to a concept do you have who you want to give uh, your bucket of chicken to uh, the person who made the montage with the split screens you were talking about mm-hmm. and just it, it was really cool. I really enjoyed that. I enjoy when they do that in movies. I do too. I, I think that person deserves a bucket of chicken. Yeah, I really like what it adds when, when they do that, especially if it's some kind of montage, something like that. My bucket of chicken goes to fucking roller skating, man. Just roller skating <laughs> in general. Roller skating was the shit in the 80s, it, the it late still 70s. It is the shit. I wish I could do it. It was the shit. So I, I give my bucket of chicken to roller skating. I like that. All I right. like that. And now we're coming to the point where we score. So I'm giving this some thought. When I first started watching the movie, I was going to go, uh, man, I can't really give this a very good grade at all. And then I kind of wrestled with myself and decided to look at it a little bit different, shift my paradigm, if you will. Damn, this is tough. Because it's one of those movies that's like, 
there's a lot of subpar things, but there's also a lot of good redeeming qualities, like all the skating parts. The story was just kind of the shitty part. Yeah, overall, I'm not going to give this a passing grade because it was just it's it's been done before. The acting was not very good. You know, when I was in school, passing was 60. Did you know that? Yeah, well, you got a D. You can't yeah. get D's. So anymore. you had D's. So anyway, I'm going to give it a D. I'm going to I'm going to give it right at 60. You're so. you're just I'm just a little more generous than you. I don't feel like it was that of a great or entertaining movie to give it something like a good like a great score or anything. I'd probably grade it in the 60s as well. I was thinking like a higher 60, probably like a 67. Okay. I think 67, I don't know. Thinking about it, I didn't deserve a, a C for most of the shit I put in, but I still got a C. Um, I'll bump it to a 68. Okay. And <laughs> You're close. I, the more I think about it, the more I think the heat in here is starting to affect my judgment because yeah. I, I, I really don't feel comfortable giving it a 60. I'm about to I feel like if, I feel like if somebody was like, you gave that shit a 60, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know, I, did. I shouldn't have. <laughs> so I'm going to actually... I'm gonna it, drop, it's a tough one. I'm going to drop it a full 10 points. I'm going to give it a 50. Oh, shit. I thought you were going upwards. No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. It, it, for what it... I, I'm not disagreeing with you or anything. I guess our scores would beg to differ, but I think it being... It wasn't a bad movie. I didn't think it was a bad movie. When I think bad movie, I think like... 420 massacre or like some sort of horrible just there's nothing good about it so i like no, no redeeming qualities. no redeeming qualities this one what would you give like a percentage like based on good to bad ratio for the movie like good parts to bad parts like a 50 50 split a 60 40 i would probably say like i would say 55 bad 45 good like as in interesting parts i like to watch See, I can't just do that because I take everything into consideration. Like I, I, I take it the soundtrack. That's a, that's an A. I take the okay. acting. Yeah, that's true. That's that's probably an F. To be <laughs> real honest, I take the script. It's probably an F too. Uh, I take the story. Yeah, the story's okay. You know, but I've seen it a million times, so I, it's hard for me to 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 knock it down. Good percentage, bad percentage. I'm I'm comfortable with the fifty. Okay, I'm not trying to persuade you any different. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, I was finding it hard to give it a great one, but I also found it hard to give it a bad one because I I really enjoyed the skating parts. Yeah, and, and at the end of two hours, I, I don't look at my life and go, damn, I wish I could have those two hours back. I, I, you know, I was entertained to a certain point. There were some parts in it that I was like, okay, yeah, that's kind of cool. And, and I think roller skating, that was a big part for me too because I, I, I'm like you. I Like I said, I could skate. I couldn't skate backwards. I couldn't do all the cool shit. And, and watching people be able to like disco dance Bad and skate, ass. that's a cool thing. That's a cool thing to watch. So I'm down with that. Yeah. They definitely didn't have to make it two hours. No, my they, gosh. They no. should have cut down a lot of the uninteresting parts that ran on way, 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 way too long sometimes. And it was just, they probably could have made it an hour, 25 minutes or something. I agree 100%. All right, well, you just made it through episode number three of Movie Muggin as the sweat actually rolls down my back. Next week is my turn, and thank goodness for that. It's it's really, really hard when it's not your turn because I'm, I'm going to be real honest. You you probably have a list of like three or four movies that you've been thinking about. You have about. like 85 I have plus. 66. I counted this morning, and I added another one this morning. So I have 67 in my queue mm-hmm. that I'm just waiting to unleash on you. I have my next movie after this next week's picked out already. Because halfway through this movie, I'm like, fucking damn it. I should have chosen this one. 
All right. So that's two weeks away. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in to Movie Muggin. If you have any questions or would like to email us um, some movie suggestions or anything else, you can email us at moviemuggin at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Instagram because that's where we're spending most of our time these days. And um, we'll catch you next time on Movie Muggin. Hey, yo, yeah, yeah, she.